On November the 8th, thousands are set together at Atana Pa to commemorate 100 years of the Maramatanga. On this day, back in 1918, the founder of the Ratana faith, Tahupotiki Wiremu Ratana, received a message from the Wairua Tapu, the Holy Spirit, to unite Māori in his name. To me personally, November the 8th is the most important date in our um, Hahis Maramataka because um, 1918 to 2018, November the 8th, 2 o'clock in Dabu, is when TW Ratna was put through his trials and tribulations. So to me personally, it's more of the important date than anything else. Christina Heremia continues the legacy of her father. Today she is bandmaster of Te Reo Ohamwera, the Ratana band. My father was one of the original members of Hamwera back in 1935. He was only a boy then when it was revived again in 1962. So he was asked to be the bandmaster then um, until he passed away in 67. So Hamwera has been in my life right from the beginning. And Henei Reti, a kuia from Te Haroto, talks about the influence of Te Hahiratana at Hamuera. Ko te aroho iho, whai haere tunei a mātou. Ka taka mātou ki roti te he, ka hikitia mātou ki roti te maramatanga. Ea kunui, ea kurahi, koutou kua huri mai ki tēnei o nga hōtaka ko te ahikā tēnei i runga i te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. This is Te Ahikā on RNZ National. I'm Justine Murray. As part of the 100 years of the Maramatanga, tonight we look at the history of the Ratana band Te Reo o Hamuera. How the whānau of Hamuera pā express their faith through their shared love of Ratana and music. Ngāreo is the name given to the Ratana bands. The band leads the Morehu, or Ratana followers, onto the various services, occasions and whakamoimiti. There are seven Ngāreo bands, Te Reo o Te Arepa, Te Reo o Te Ōmeka, Te Reo o Te Piriwiritua, Te Reo o Te Ratana Tuatoru, Te Reo o Ngā Tuahine, Te Reo o Te Whaia o Te Katoa. And nestled in the backcountry of Napier in Puketapu is Te Reo o Te Hamuera. The different Ngāreo have their own uniforms. Blazers are worn with black pants and the white hat features the blue crescent moon, the Ratana emblem that symbolises enlightenment. JJ Lewis, or John Lewis, plays the bass drum in Te Reo Ohamwera, who describes it as... Heartbeat of the, of, the, of the Reo. The reason why I say this is because that's the driving force behind the band and it keeps everybody in time. Boom, it's just like one big... Thunderstrike. And this and this way I can put is a thunderstrike once that first beat hits that boom. I at least try and practice at least twice a week at home so I keep myself sharp. Well that's what that's what drummers in Ngari will say, sharp and ready boy, sharp and ready. And that's through all uh Ngari or drummers. Whether you're playing the side drum, whether you're playing the bass drum, it's sharp and ready. Because, you know, if one of our drummers are out and there's been a lot of times of that um, we are drummers around. Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> 
JJ entered Te Reo Hamura when he was just 16 years old. That was back in 1996. But is there a prerequisite? Well, for starters, you had to know how to read music. Uh, that was a precondition of my family. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't speak for other room members, but in my family alone, that's what it was, because that's how my grandfather taught my uncles and aunties and my mum. And he even taught, he even taught my, a lot of other members too. And that's, that's the way, it's like read music first before you... It's pretty much learn to crawl before you walk. Yes, I was a bit shocking at the start, you know, being new and, and play right in a march, I'm either going too fast or too slow. <laughs> and then, but, you know, it comes with experience and, well, 22 years later, I'm still here, so. It was just a dream come true because, to me, I was brought up around it, my family was all within it, and it felt as a morehu, it's like... a it felt like I wanted to do a duty to our people, service the Morihu and Iho. That's what I wanted to do and I still do today and I love it. And playing the bass drum is not as easy as it seems. The, well, well, the one I play is 10kg. Yes, I've got a harness. Yes, <laughs> yes but when we're, on low co- when we're on doing long co-poppers, like we could have a real long day, it can get heavy. It can get heavy. And then you do struggle a little bit, but I just suck it up, princess, and... <laughs> yeah. Because you know, because you you know you're a soldier. You know you're you're on point. You you gotta 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 set the standard. Gotta keep on going. Christine Hiremia is the bandmaster, a job she stepped into about a year ago. With links to Tuwhare Tua, she grew up at Hamwera Pa. Her job is complex. She has to organise the members at all the big events on the Ratana calendar, but perhaps becoming bandmaster was always on the cards for Christine, who has, in many ways, followed the steps of her late father. My father was one of the original um, members of Hamwera back in 1935. He was only a boy then. When it was revived again in 1962, he was asked to be the bandmaster then um, until he passed away in '67. Hamura has been in my life right from the beginning. We would always come back here for kaupapas or whatever um, Hamura is taking part in or even for whakamoimiti. Uh So that's always been, you know, Hamura has always been, been a part of my life. Um, so today uh, we are having whakamoimiti here at Motio, Hamura Pa, um, and everybody's starting to gather to come uh, Christine describes the role of te reo o hamuera. You know, because we get a phone call from an apostle to say, hey, um, somebody's passed away, can that all come? So then I've got to organise everybody um, to attend to the, to the tangihanga. And if we can make it even to the nehu. Uh, so that means organising everybody, picking out music that we're going to be playing for those uh, for those whakamoimiti uh, and organising the practices and also our class for our learners as well. Band members start young. Many are still at intermediate or even primary school. For Christine, young band members ensure the reo is kept strong. She talks about the work of her predecessor. Well, Stephen had a talent of being able to teach the, those young like her, even... Um, soldier who was six, even some of the, yeah, I, I can't do that. 
my patience isn't that good. But, um, yeah, so I've kind of made it a rule that they have to be 10, 10 years now. Which is still quite young. Yes, but they're more easier to teach. Well, our youngest so far is soldier who's uh, turned nine this year, um, and he's already been in the Dell for three years now, I think. Yes, so 2018 is the 100-year centenary for our hahi, and I think it's a huge, it's a huge thing. And to be able to be alive for that to happen is also a huge thing for me anyway. Um, I think it's an honour to be here, you know, to witness the 100th centenary. Being a Muru who is being a Christian and um, believing in what our, the Manga has been teaching us right throughout since um, he was given the the ability to heal everybody and and to teach about ihoa ihoa mano and and for our Maori people because it wasn't just for um, wasn't just for the Ratanas, it was for the Māori, for the Māori people. It is, it is absolutely awesome feeling, um, and especially when you can hear the Māori who's singing with you as you're playing, it just truly uplifts me. Kia ora, te reo o Hamuera Bandmaster Christine Hiremia. Hoani Hawaikirangi grew up with Te Reo o Hamwera, the Ratana band. Um, I started off on the corner and I went right through everything. But Euphanium's my... <laughs> oh, Euphanium. Only, only band players will know Euphanium. It's like the, you get the lead corner and you get the Euphanium plays all the lardy dars underneath. It's a hard case, you know, because my, my dad, he was in the choir and he had all us kids singing... He just take us for choir practice. Well, we'll go to church, and Uncle Bowman, they'll grow up. No, don't, no children. Anyway, what? Oh, well, just, I suppose, you know, to my kid. Well, anyway, one time we went to service, and this is in Whangarei, and we sang the choir, all us young ones, and then the, the, the katu te makamomiti ki te pakipaki. They started applauding in our makamomiti. Today, he's an Apotro Rehita, a registered apostle of the Ratana Church. He explains the genesis of Te Reo o Hamwera. This is the birthplace of Hamwera you know, in the 1930s, with Tommy Gray. Because the, the whanau here, they were musicians. And just like Aunt was saying, you know, the dance bands came from here. Um, Harry, Harry Brown and the different other ones. So music and all that was kaha here. And it started with the young children's bands whose role was to entertain. You know, but the other band, hey, those were the ones that done all the all the nahau, all the, all those, you know, the uh, uh, fundraisers and all that. But anyway, Koya Hooky. And of course the Koya was talking about Tommy Gray. Well, Tommy Gray, Koya te kayako or to a pin it pin it.
When World War II broke out in 1939, Te Reo Ohamura took a break. But during this time, according to Hoani, Hector Waitai would attend the 25th of January. On the Ratana calendar, this is the birthday of Tahu Potiki Wurimu Ratana. It would be just him and his saxophone. So Koya 1939 went into recess. From 1939 to 1962, During the hiatus, the youth band, known as the Ratana Youth Club, set about raising funds to purchase instruments for Hamwera. I think uh, 25,000 pounds they raised. Kia hoko, a whole band set of instruments. Wow. 1962. So, kwe ana hugi, ka timata anō te reo hamwira i tōwotou 1962. See, so the whole four, Aripo Mekapiri Wiritua Hamwira is actually one, one unit, if you like. So, kwe ana hugi, um, you know, it's more than just uh, a band that you hear play. It's more than just the sound and it's more than just the uniform and the kids playing it. Because these things are, um, these are real for us. It's more to It's like I say, the, the rules, the rules ancient. Because right back to Joshua and knocked down the walls of Jericho. So that's the real. That's what we're talking about, the power that we, that is contained within the spiritual power I'm talking about. Each reo band have their own colours. Red is the colour blazer for te reo o Hamwera. Huani explains why. You know when the pharaoh chased um, Moses out of, oh, yeah, koe nahogi the Red Sea. Koe nahogi Hamwera. Kia ora, a pōtoro rehita, Huani Hawaikirangi. My name's Kevin Beechin and I'm with the Hamwera band. I've been with the band now for about a year now. I have actually married my wife through the band. Her name is Robin Canterbury and she plays E-flat tenor horn. And, uh, and before that I, I played the E-flat bass at Napier Tech Memorial Band in Napier. And I've been with them now on and off for oh, 30 odd years. Um, I'm a brass band member all through and through. I enjoy the music part of it, um, having conversation with other real members throughout the New Zealand. I've, it's, and the Māori culture is something that I enjoy. That's what drew me to Hamwera because there was, there was something about the the culture, there was something about the community that drew me to here. The companionship, everything about this. And I'm learning about the Māori culture that I've never ever heard of before, and it's fantastic.
Kuia Henei Reti's late husband Joe Reti was a key figure in the history of Te Reo Hamura. Henei is from Te Haroto of Ngati Heneiru. Henei remembers the Ratana message spread throughout the central North Island. It was a time when Māori in the village left behind their own belief systems and followed Ratana's teachings. When we were, were kids, we, I, they talked a lot about tahahi. All big miracles, erote tahahi. And I was brought up in both worlds, tahahi or te ratana, me, the, the world of our old people with their, um, with their beliefs in ancestor worship and, and their idol gods. And how did those work? And I've seen what Makutu could do, ugly very ugly, but I've always seen the wonderful miracles that happened in Ahahi Ratana. And Kwene to me paikea ho, ko hiri te aho me ngā huotuku nei kopu, ngā akutumariki me ki ngā puno ngā iho, ko hiri te a mātou ki te o iho ngā mano. Kwene ka ki a ho, kruari honore haraduia. Hine has lived in the valley for decades. She says the future of the Ratana faith and Te Reo Hamura lies in the children. It's this generation that's going to lead us. And, and Kohanga Reo, those of us in our Kohanga Reo, it's this generation and those of us, those of us in our Kohanga Reo who will complete the return of our mana, motu, hake. And it's happening. You see it on TV. It's happening. Hoki mai tomato mana hoki. We get our own independence back. Ah. How, long, how, how long have you lived in the valley for? In here? Yeah. Oh, I'm 88 now. I didn't go anywhere else. <laughs> You've never been tempted to to leave? No, no. I've been in... I never really left Aotearoa. This is my home. Yeah, yeah. We used to play housing to raise funds. Yes. And, um, and I'm about 88. All the eights. 88. All the eights, 88. <laughs> the best part about living here at Motio Pa? Love. Love. It's everywhere. That's number one amongst our people. It's been there. Oh, yeah, we have our differences, but it doesn't stop us loving. It doesn't stop us caring. It doesn't stop us helping each other. It, we've always done that. We've always done that. I remember when... Um, the earthquake came. Iwa, he's got to put up a lot with, with some of us, and I'm one of them. Because when the earthquake came, my house was going like this, and I thought straight above Iwa, and all I could say was, hey! You could say, hey, who are you yeah. saying hey to? I was saying hey to Iwa, hey! <laughs> and then when, when I calmed down, then I, fuck on my mitty. Yeah. And then I did say, Thank you very much for Namahi. Kia ora.
Tresna Teruna is the chair of the Hamwera Band Committee. In her hands, she holds a piece of history, a minute book from 1962. It's the product of meticulous record-keeping from her father. Oh, the band instruments, the count, well, that was how much they had in there. These are the areas, the district, the ones that proposed, those ones the second, those ones nominated. Okay, um, these are all the ones that stepped forward. So uh, that one there, they had a meeting here at Mortuor on the 26th of January 1962. The meeting was held in the Hamwera Hall, the original one, and that was to, to set up a, a band committee. And the chairman that was appointed was Johnson Gray. The um, secretary was Jock Penny, who is my dad. And the other one, the um, treasurer, was um, Taylor Edwards. Now, what they did back then was to all the areas that were aligned in Hamwera Rohe, um, for instance, Taharato, Tangoyo. Waiohiki, this place, uh, Pokehau, that's how they set up the, um, the foundation of the members from each of those areas. And they, they formed the bank committee. They never had the Blazers, and at that time they had the youth club, and it was their Blazers that they wore. That's what they were wearing because they were still fundraising and it was quite hard in those days. Yeah, it's got all the costs of how much the blazer was, a breakdown of everything, but I let just go skipping through the pages. Just sort of thought, but it was a lot of hard work by a lot of people that were from those areas. Yeah. Dick was the secretary. Yeah. He was the secretary. He was also the drum major. He became drum major and uh, after my brother became bandmaster, Stephen Penny, after the passing of Thomas Hawaikaran. The politics of everything, that's where the big changes had come in. The politics had creeped in. And um, as a band member, um, we we all strive to achieve one thing, and that was that's to service, and that was the purpose to service the Morihi. Politics comes in, and um, yeah, it starts to lose its way. Gets to the stage there where people become answerable to man where they should not be, because that was not your job in the first place. Your job was to serve Ihua and to service the people. Because without the people, you have no church.
Succession planning starts young. Some band members are still in primary school or intermediate when they pick up their first instrument. For many real band members, they know how to play more than one instrument. Mariah Pahulu became a band member at just eight years old. Today, she's 12. And with Afano, who also play in the band, Mariah says it's fun to travel to the pa and be of service to Ihua. I play tenor horn. I'm a solo player. So there was a big table of mouthpieces, and we walked up to it and just picked one. Well, it kept me out of trouble, and my mum... And she she took me to practice, me and my brother and my cousins. And it was it was kind of fun, but boring when we got in trouble. Because when we were junior juniors, our last bandmaster would growl at us. And then he would go, no, 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 it's not like that. You go, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> What does that do? So Thor is when you blow into the mouthpiece. Yeah, so you would have a big small mouthpiece, a medium mouthpiece, and a really small mouthpiece. I had the medium mouthpiece. And he'd walk up to me and my cousin because we were always talking. And he'd go, hey, 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 you two, stop, stop, stop. It makes, sometimes it makes me feel proud, but it like depends on the people surrounded, I'm surrounded by. Like, if they put me down, that just, like, makes me want to put them to shame, that I can do it, and they can't. But, like, when when they, like, ask me to do something and, like, there's lots of people watching me, I can get really shy. shy. Mm. It's cool because, like, you travel lots. Where have those places that you've been to? Ongaroto, Te Haroto, um... Up north. Um, next year we're going down south. Recently came back from Auckland. We just go lots of places. It's like the first day of school and like you see all your friends again. Oh, I'm like out there. I like to make new friends. So on Thursdays it's like our muck around time to make sure everything gets perfect. And um, so we're on Sunday or at Tangihanga or any hui actually. It like... We can't muck up because it's... Oh, I can't explain it. It's just cool because, like, when it comes out of your instrument, you know it's, like, it's perfect because it's going up to an e-hole. Kua tai mai tātou ki te mutunga o tēnei wahanga, mō tēnei wiki, that wraps up Te Ahikā for another week. A special mention to the whānau at Hamuera Pā. Uh, anō hoki te mihi kia Christine Heremia, Hwani Hawaikirangi, Trezna Teruna, Mariah Pahulu, JJ Lewis, and of course, Hene Reti. Now there is a video of our visit to Hamuera Pā, uh, of course, directed, produced by Rebecca Parsons-King, he mihi tēnei uh, kia koe. That's the show for another week. Me hoki mai tātou a tapu e tū mai nei. Maudi tū, maudi ora.